0: Hi, It's Editing TK here, letting you know that we have a bit of a change in the episode scheduling. So instead of having an Empress Batty episode, we will be having a guest episode, but it's wonderful. We're going to be talking about some Welsh history. It's going to be great. I unfortunately had a battle with Premiere Pro where I lost epically and ended up losing all of the footage that I filmed of the Empress Batty episode that should have been out (laughs) instead of this one so gonna have to refilm that but that's okay I really hope that you enjoy this episode I loved recording it Uh, so I will stop talking and let uh, past TK let you know okay love you bye welcome 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 friend I'm TK your tour guide to the past and you are listening to for the love of history the podcast where we talk about world history women's history weird history and it's guest, it's guest city up in here. We have had authors, we have had other podcasters, and we have had uh, lots of people that I probably shouldn't say because they're secret guests that will come on later on in the season, so I don't know when this episode is coming out. So, <laughs> today we have a wonderful fellow podcaster, the host and creator of FM them fish, ADHD for grownups. I'm so excited to have Callie on the podcast today. Thank you for joining us, Callie. Thank you
1: so much for having me. I'm really excited to be here.
0: Yes. So Callie... Uh, sent me, she she uh, hopped into my DMs on Instagram and was like, listen, there's this like Welsh lady that I really want to talk about and I would love to come on your podcast. And I was like, Callie, I would love for you to be on my podcast because I don't know anything about Welsh history. If we've learned anything about any of the guests that have come on, it's that I don't know anything about the things that they're talking about, which is why we have guests. So I'm very excited to have Callie on today to talk about. We're going to give it a try. Okay. Gwen Thean Fert Griffith. Ooh. That was close. That was not bad at all. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you. Okay. So I did that. I'm going to hand it over to Callie so a real Welsh person can talk about real Welsh things and pronounce them in a welsh correct way
1: (laughs) i'm definitely gonna try
0: yeah i know it's
1: it's kind of surreal to be talking to you today actually tk Mm -hmm. to be honest because as i mentioned i what found the podcast (laughs) up two three weeks ago maybe and have binged four seasons in fact i've about four and a half seasons in (laughs) <laughs> so it's kind of surreal because I think I've listened to three episodes today and now I'm hearing you actually in my ears. Thinking <laughs> <laughs> <speaking> to you. <laughs> yes, it's, it's, it's awesome. So um yeah, this is great times for me. Um so and excited. I yeah uh, I just we'll we'll talk about I just for those people who may be Kamraich who are listening mm-hmm. to the podcast, because I'm gonna assume I wouldn't be the only person. Um, I don't think you are, yeah. No, so I don't sound particularly Welsh. <laughs> uh, you well, know, I, I have to. have been in Australia for the last uh, eighteen or so years, so I, uh, I I have very much lost a lot of my accent. However, once uh, once a Welshie, always a Welshy, and yeah. um, you know. So I I think one of the places I really wanted to start was uh, around the language. I actually thought it'd be really cool to talk about it because uh, you may have just heard hear me say uh, Camraich, yeah, and is well in oh. Camraich. So. There is a real thing around language um mm-hmm. in Wales. So, you know, in a lot, a lot of people don't really know about much about Welsh Welsh history, Welsh culture, you know, and uh, we're very much lumped in with the British, the English. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, people always go, I'm gonna go to um the UK, I'm visiting Britain and I'm going to Scotland and I'm going to Ireland, and I'm gonna go to England. Mm. And and I'm like, cool, and are you going to are you going to Cymru? Are you go, are you going to Wales? And they're like, nah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> my heart
1: <laughs> right and people don't get how cool it is I mean like legitimately we believe in dragons King Arthur was real like I'm not even it, it's non-negotiable you know so um, <laughs> yeah so um one of the things that's actually happening there so back in the day uh Welsh language got pretty much banned and so mm. um so Cymreich which is Welsh uh Camri is Wales so mm-hmm. I'll be using those words today I don't speak uh so much anymore. I used to as a kid, but you know, a long time ago I've I've forgotten the most most of it. And, you know, literally to the point where children at school, like if they were heard speaking they would have to wear what's called the Welsh knot, which was a plank of wood around their neck on a rope. What? yeah um and whoever was wearing it at the end of the day got the beatings so <laughs> yeah, it's horrendous like so our language is is quite you know it's a it's a real powerful thing you know what they say if you want to wipe out a country you know you don't just have to kill the people you kill the culture and you yeah. you kill the language so um you know, it's quite a sensitive thing. So I'm gonna I'm wow. gonna try and do my best by it today. I will absolutely butcher some of the pronunciations, I'm sure. So I'm gonna <laughs> beg for forgiveness, I think, after. <laughs> yeah. So um yeah, there's it, it we're going to talk today about um so her name is Gwenllian uh mm. so Gwenllian Griffith and again i find my my double d sound is a bit too f- it's supposed to be a v- and i go f- mm. f- so i know i don't get it quite right but um that's who we're going to talk about today and she was basically the welsh warrior princess um <laughs> oh
0: i know right Do you, you said the magic
1: <laughs> words right <laughs> so um Empress Batty, I think, is the yeah. is the term. Empress Batty. <laughs> so, uh,
0: <I'm> so
1: <laughs> she honestly um, was when, when when the more I looked into this because I already knew about her, but the more I went, I was like, right, I got to make sure I know what I'm talking about when I get here. And I honestly feel like I could talk four days about her mm-hmm. and still not, and still not scratch the surface. And so, um, I'm going to do my best to okay. do her justice today. Ready. We look at, so if we think about British history, the Romans left around about 409 AD, mm-hmm. right? Boudicca, everybody's heard about her, um, she was around 60 AD. We are looking today around 1136. So from 1100 to 1136, that's okay. the time of Gwenshian that, that we're going to look at, all right? Bad. So... Have we heard of, like, we know 1066? Growing up in the UK, like, I, it was all 1066, the only date I ever really remember from history. Um, the Battle of Hastings, someone got an arrow in the eye. That's like, you know, <laughs> there's That's really yeah. pretty much what I remember. So 1066, the Normans came from the north of France and conquered England. And, you know, little by little, they started um, moving through Cymru as well. So there was uh, a whole heap of land taken, people very much, you know, brutalised into submission. To the Normans. Um, but we're going to get to that because, first of all, I wanted to talk about Gwentley and herself. Okay. So yeah. she was born around 1100 and um, she was born to um, Griffith at McKinnon, was mm-hmm. the name of her dad. And Angarad was the name of her mum. Right. So apparently she was just beautiful. And you know, very intelligent and bold, and all those things they say about women in history, yeah. right? That they, yeah. So those things. But one thing that is very um, agreed on: she had very, very long red hair, Ooh. right? So, mm, right? So, yeah, she was rocking out the rate, basically. Yeah. So, really bringing it. Um, but in 1116, there thereabouts, mm-hmm. so there was a visit from a neighbouring king and prince. So. Uh, Gwentlian and her dad were in and her family were in Gwyneth so that's kind of mid Wales and then or mid Cumbria. and then you had visits from uh, Griffith at Rees was yeah. his name apparently a bit of a hottie he yeah. came from de Haveth, uh, which was up in the north of Cumbria, and he came down and the two of them were like oh my what mine and so really basically hooked up they eloped she goes off to De Habeth with him, right? But apparently, proper love story. So there was no arranged marriage here. There was no like it was no setup. They were just like, um, yeah, shotgun. That one's fine, right? So it legitimately they're known as being one of the great love stories, you know, because it was quite legitimate. She was about 16, but you know, I guess time that was how they did back in yeah. the day. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so off they bugger off back to Dehabith, have like seven kids or whatever. And over hey. that time, I know, right? Jeez. Very busy. Um, and so um, over that time, the Normans are continuing to do like raids and build castles and take more of the land. And uh, Gwendolyn and um, griffith Fabrice became like Robin Hood and made Marion, basically. So they literally were going and raiding Norman, play- like Norman settlements. Uh-huh. And they giving all the money back to the people of Cumbri. So, oh, wow. Like, so um, like they they do that for like 20 years or something like that. You know, they have all their children. She's generally very pregnant, going out, bow and arrowing people. You know, like bow and, 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 arrowing and people <laughs> I know there's a better term for it. I just No, 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 no.
0: That's the perfect term for it.
1: <laughs> and, you know, they're raiding, they've got, you know, all their little kids, they're all involved as well. But Legitimately very, very loved by mm. the people. Now, over that 20 years, the Normans were taking a lot of their land. So a lot of Dahobath then got annexed to by the Normans. And mm-hmm. so Gwentlian and, and Reese were basically just pushed into very like smaller and smaller and smaller pieces of land. They were forced mm-hmm. into hiding a few times. And so um, you know, frankly, fed up. They were like, This, no, we're done. This is actually not yeah. not a thing for us anymore. And so on the 1st of December, it was, in 1135, King Henry I died. Much rejoicing, right? So there was, you know,
0: <laughs> people no were, still thing. Thing. <laughs> yeah,
1: they were like, you know, this is amazing. Even better, his heirs, you know, it was supposed to be a chick. So it was supposed to be his daughter, Empress oh. Matilda, was oh, supposed okay. to be, like, to to rule. But Stephen, whose name I cannot pronounce, Stephen de Dubois. Dubois oh what yeah, sure. something like that. Great. He was like, yeah, nah. So um he he was like, I'm gonna challenge you for this. And so the two of them then they had this whole basically war that was known as the anarchy. Boring, don't care, English and Norman. <laughs> but what that's it mean, <laughs> maybe I should care. But yeah, what it right. meant was that it left a bit of a vacuum. Oh, okay. And so the um they come back in and they're like, "Well, while you guys are off being like fighting amongst yourselves, thank you very much. We'll take back our land." And in early January in eleven thirty six, there was quite a big Welsh victory at I can't pronounce this place. It's Flucher, okay. Flucher, Flucher. Anyway, I believe um, you. Yeah, double L, <laughs> double L W C H W R. Not a vowel to be had. Nope. <laughs> But I, it, it's I know how it should be. It's Lucha. lucha. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I feel like I'm not doing it justice. No,
0: no, no, no. It's
1: fine. Yeah. <laughs> so, but they killed about, um, there was like a thousand Kamrach there, and they killed uh, about 500, 600 or so Normans. And the Normans were like, eh and then retreated, right? And they retreated back. It was Maurice de Londres, so Maurice of London, um, retreated back to Kidwelly Castle and just licked their wounds. And they were just like, man, we lost. Oh, no. um, yeah, so um, the plan was that Griffith at Reese he was going to go back to Gwyneth and see um, Gwensliensdade because okay. Gwensliensdade had all the people. So okay. he was going to go back there, get some troops, come back, completely rout the, um, the Normans, claim Khamri back for, um, you know, for the people of Khamri and, and just be like, off you go, see you later, when, don't come back. Unfortunately, while he was gone, obviously Maurice found out about this and was mm. like well this is convenient right. we will go and um just gather all our troops and we'll march on to Habeth.
0: <gasps> wow. No, He's gone.
1: yes so that's kind of what they do. Um but luckily a messenger comes in so like literally it's like 11:36 still so we're still in January Gwenly's at home you know playing with the kids doing all that type of thing and the messenger comes in and is like, yeah, we're in trouble. The Normans are gathering. They're going to attack. So she's like, right, well, okay, flipping husband, like obviously <laughs> disappears, <laughs> going to miss the entire event basically. <laughs> not That's not going to stop me. I have never needed, like I've never sat in the shadows. I've never waited. The people love me. So she went out and she got everybody together. That was still mm-hmm. left. Now, because of all the Norman raids, there had been quite a long famine. You know, mm-hmm. there actually were people who had been injured. There there wasn't that many fighting people. So mm-hmm. gathered up men and women of Khamri and they were not fighters, most of them. That said, they probably would still would have done okay. But there is a little bit of controversy because there's mm-hmm. a suggestion that, so she split her forces in two. And the Lord, whose name I shall not say because he does not deserve it, mm-hmm. um, who had the second group mm-hmm. went straight to the Normans and was like, hey, guess what? This is what's happening. Oh, yes. No,
0: she's yes. a part of the garbage human gang. Total, total garbage human. Oh, um, yeah.
1: So, so obviously, like you know, we've got Griffith, we've got Reese. I'm just gonna call him Reese. They're all called Griffith. <laughs> Griffiths basically means prince, right? So they're all they're all. <laughs> so <laughs> Reese is, is off, and he's he's off with her dad, just yeah. going. Can you give me troops? And her dad's like, oh, I don't know, you know, like, mm. he's got old by that point. He's like, oh, so we want to do this? Anyway, he does actually agree, obviously too late. So early in the morning on the day of the final battle, Gwentlian takes her troops, separates them out, goes to Kidwally Castle.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And as they get there, the Normans basically come to meet them and they are vastly outnumbered. Uh, no. Um, anne had sent away her youngest children mm-hmm. and got them out, right? So uh, one of those goes on to become quite the guy. So in, in, in history, does a lot of good things. So off nice. he's has right? But she's got her two oldest sons, uh, Morgan and Mylgun, um, who are the only two like really on the field that have much in the way of battle training. Mm -hmm. And so as the battle's going, her horse gets shot with an arrow, right? No! Yeah, throws her off. And her son Morgan basically takes an arrow and takes a fatal injury for her. So he dies. Oh no. Her son Milgun is then, he's like, you know, just a little bit further away and he's trying to get to her, but she gets swarmed by the, um, you know, the Normans. and. Yeah, you know, it's like the whole. Here's the battlefield. There's horses everywhere. There's all the noise. And then, you know, we only have accounts, and some of the accounts obviously differ. But it's like Gwentlian is down from the from the Khamerika, and then uh, the Normans are like, "Yeah, Gwentlian's down." Anyway, so at this time, it was customary that if you take a royal prisoner, uh huh, you there, there's a certain level of respect that you give yeah. them. Right, yeah. they become you know they they may get tried they may get you know whatever down the track but mm-hmm. they're treated with respect so this did not happen with Gwentligan
0: <gasps>
1: because how very dare she be a woman and be challenging you know the Normans how very, and, dare, she, uh, how very dare she and this woman is going to be made to pay for <gasps> the loss at suha Clujia, mm-hmm. whatever that place. Mm-hmm. Um, earlier on, right, still very fresh mm-hmm. in the minds. They're very angry. um They see themselves very much as the leaders of the whole country, and not happy that the can be have, have have kind of beat them. So there are again different accounts, but the mm-hmm. account I choose to believe, because mm-hmm. um, I believe it's got the most evidence for it, is that mm-hmm. she was beheaded there and then on the field. Oh. Sorry, the ending. I should have given that warning, shouldn't I? Not a happy ending. Not a happy ending. Oh, Sorry.
0: Oh gosh. Uh, okay. So, so she- bad.
1: 36. Now there's also, yeah, there's also um like you know there there, there are there are accounts that Milgun had he took like a really bad injury. There are uh-huh. accounts that he was taken prisoner. But he doesn't seem to have survived beyond this. You know, there's no more accounts of him. Yeah. So, you know, it, it it's all kind of gone. Now, there's a really kind of, I guess, a beautiful piece of um myth or folklore mm-hmm. that says in the field where she fell, a mm-hmm. um, spring um, appeared. And it's still there and it's called, you know, the spring of Gwenglian. So, you know, like it's like the Welsh folklore and like, like lots of folklore is full of things yeah. like that. But, um, but she fell, and it was considered to be this massive insult to yeah. me because it is not what you did. You did not do this. And in all of the battles, nobody had ever done that kind mm-hmm. of, you know, that, that level of barbarity, really. So yeah. anyway, the you know, they don't leave a survivor, pretty much. You know, there's very, very few people make it off the field. Oh, um, um, yeah. Now, it doesn't end there, which is...
0: Thing. right okay
1: there's um, hope yeah so what happens is word finally makes its way to Gwyneth and we're saying finally we're talking days maybe a couple of weeks mm-hmm. and they're coming back with this massive force like a few days and it would have all been a very different story right yeah. and they hear that gwendolyn's fallen and along with um, morgan and basically margwin is is the expectation but um and what happens is it sparks her, her death. And, but more, more importantly, the insult. To her and to the people of Camry, sparked the Great Revolt or the Gwent Revolt of 1136, which led to a significant reclaiming of lands um, for Camry. And, you know, that's it, certainly has an impact on the boundaries now of, um, you know, of, of as it stands. But they managed to route the Normans from quite a lot of places across Cymru. And like I say, her son, uh Reese, her youngest, mm-hmm. went on to become Lord Reese. And he was quite the guy. Um mm-hmm. down the track. I won't go into his story because we'll be here for another half an hour or so. Um, <laughs> but yeah. um, but over the next year, there was a whole heap of ground got there was, you know, like it was the it was a really good time, if you like, for reclaiming. Um reason I won't say sovereignty, but certainly, um, land and and power. Going back to how the love story of Gwen and, and Griffith, at Reese, he died a year later, and I couldn't for the, I couldn't find a reason for his death, the uh, or cause of death. Everything just says broken heart.
0: He died yeah. with broken heart. That's, yeah, that's literally what all of the records say. Yeah, right. I believe it. It's a thing. People yep. die of broken hearts and I cannot be convinced otherwise. So I believe well, it. I, um,
1: I did tell you in my previous life, I was a police officer yes. and I can tell you that I have been to many, many older people who have passed away mm-hmm. and usually there's a return visit not very long after for, yeah. the poor, for their, their spouse. The people do die of broken hearts.
0: I, I believe it. I believe it. Yeah. And I believe that he died of a broken heart because Gwen Thean sounds so freaking badass. So why wouldn't you die of a broken heart? Right. Why wouldn't
1: you? And also she was dead pretty and stuff, right? So. Yeah,
0: right. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> a long red hair. I mean, come on. He didn't stand a chance. <laughs>
1: yeah. But, um, you know, like, because I guess it was just one of those things. It was just she she's known as the only medieval female who led a her force into battle wow. so you know like um it's quite a it's quite a thing for her anyway and that's why i think she's super duper cool because i kind of we focused on the battle where things went wrong but that 20 years is before i mean like or in fact before she even met reese she was like hey you know what i'm learning the sword i'm gonna fight and i'm gonna do all the things and also i'm super smart and i'm gonna um you know the the, the time of um where Gwensley and, and uh, Griffith, at were were in charge, if you like into Habeth is known as kind of the golden era. You know, the people were were so well looked after. I mean, obviously it got, it all went horribly wrong when when the Normans just got closer and closer and they lost more and more. But, you yeah. know, like by all accounts, she did good stuff.
0: Yeah. For 20 years, yeah. making things great for everybody. Yes. That is um, nothing to turn your nose out at.
1: Exactly. And, you know, there is, there's a saying that stay, it, it fired all the way through the revolt. It remains quite mm-hmm. a, um, it's quite a well-known kind of, not a catchphrase, but a battle cry really. Yeah, in, yeah. in And it's, uh, which is revenge for Gwentlian. And so for hundreds of years, like any. Battles like company would would that would be the battle cry going in into-
0: before actual battles people would say it <laughs> how cool right so cool yes oh my gosh so people are just remembering how badass she is and like yeah. invoking her spirit before they go kick some ass which is so cool. Oh, that's so, so cool. cool, Callie.
1: And as I say, like in the um, there is all the legend that her spirit still roams the field, my which is the field of Gwentlian, um, which is near Kidwelly Castle, which is where she fell. And if anybody is going to the UK, mm-hmm. go to Cymru. There's so many cool things to see, and Kidwelly yeah. is just one of the amazing castles there.
0: And if you go, DM both of us yes. and send us yes. pictures.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, And look, you can go to Tintagel and places like that, you know, but you can you can go to Pembroke. You're like, there's, anyway, castles, magic.
0: Yeah.
1: If you want to connect into that stuff and, you know, really feel the spirit of Cymru. As soon as you pass the Crescui Cymru sign, which is the Welcome to Wales sign, it will rain. But that's okay because you're still... <laughs> You'll feel the magic and the history of the place and it's well worth
0: it. Oh my gosh, I want to go there now. It's on my bucket list officially. Oh, I'm so excited. So we know now about Gwen Flynn. I have to pause every time to get my tongue in the right spot. And she started this Revolution. And you talked a little bit about the Welsh language. Oh, yeah. say it Combr- again. Exactly. Well, yeah. Cumbrach is Welsh, mm-hmm. Cumri is Wales. Com-br-in. Com-br-in. So C Y M R U. Okay, Cumri. Yeah. So tell us a little bit more about the language and the history of that.
1: Yeah. So the. There's a real resurgence now. So um, I'll, I'll apologize to anybody if I get the dates not quite right. But our, the Cabreraig was outlawed still in many, many uses. And, you know, I have most of my family is still over there. So I, I learned to speak at school, mm-hmm. um, but it was very much a secondary language. You know, English was first. And in my lifetime, I've, I've seen the road signs, for example. It seems so silly, but the road signs have gone from English at top like at the bottom to uh-huh. come right at the top, English at the bottom, where, you know, it's like with many um, resurgences of language, like many places are being returned to their names, Yeah, then, like Innisman rather than Anglesey, you know, all those types of things. And one of the, one of the things, like there are still parts, still places you're not allowed to speak Khmeri, right? So yeah, it, like there's still circumstances that, yeah, it's still very much a, um, I always, as I say, the the Welsh were the first people the English colonised in a way. You know yeah, what I mean? Truly. Like, yeah, and so there, there's a real. I I me. I'm growing up. My mum's English. My dad's <laughs> Welsh. Um, <laughs> I grew up in um as I was born and and raised in Camry, so I <borrowing> I class myself as Welsh. But it's funny because we like people are often like, oh, you know, it's basically English. Oh no, oh you must be English. And I'm like, no, 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 yeah. no, 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 no.
0: <laughs> no. So, uh, no it's like saying that Canadians and Americans are the same which no it's exactly
1: that yes
0: absolutely not
1: absolutely not um but like so my um my granddad before he died his surname was Griffith mm-hmm. and so you know like uh, yeah there's we can trace it right back to Llewellyn at Griffith who mm-hmm. there if uh, another place to visit in um in the Wales is Calleon. so uh, no, Caefili, is Roman ruins, very interesting. Edit that, but it um, is Caerphilly <laughs> Castle, which has got um a split tower, but it's got like, um it's got a big museum in one of the towers, which gives all of this history as well. So it talks about, yeah, the fact that they would say there weren't really kings of Wales, but there was, you know, like a unified kind mm-hmm. of Wales. One of the things, total side quest here, but one of the things oh, people fun. may have heard of is Hiraith. Have you heard? about nope. the word hiraeth okay yeah. so on the clock app a little while back, i think it was the end of the last year there was this whole thing where everybody was going oh my god Hiraith, it's such a oh in fact they didn't pronounce it most of the time um <laughs> but people were getting it tattooed on themselves call it then oh my god i'm just gonna call my kid that it's such a pretty name um when we talk about loss and it is relevant i promise um yeah. hiraeth yeah. means it's a grief it's hmm. it's a sense of loss and people are going oh like hogwarts um you know but it's like a sense of longing for uh-huh. a place that you can never go back to right
0: oh, or a sense
1: okay. of longing for a place you can't you can you you can't go to mm-hmm. it actually means it's a sense of longing for a wales that will never be due to the english
0: colonization oh, yeah. that's Ooh. what he this shit goes to I yeah. have two bumps on my arm currently, right now. Yeah. Wow. It,
1: it goes real deep. Like, mm. like, you know, the sense of um connection to country, connection to culture in in company is is quite strong. So I'm the other side of the world and I have been for quite some time. Wow. However, like going back, putting my feet on the soil, you know, like it's an immediate connection. It's a, it's I don't know. There's um as I say, when I first started, we 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 have we believe in magic, you know. Yeah. <laughs> There are magic in the hills. Um, King Arthur is, is sleeping under the tool, you know, and he's going to wake up one day. It's going to happen. Um, and that is a story I would tell one time is of Maga- Morgana Le Fay. Ooh.
0: We're just going to have to have you on again. Um,
1: again. Oh, my just God. Yeah. Talk about
0: Welsh mythology hour. That's what it's going to be.
1: <laughs> Although Lady Godiva from Coventry is also very interesting, so I could do her too. She rode naked on a horseback.
0: Um, what?
1: Make it on a (laughs) horse through the city, yeah, to prove a point. She was like, what?
0: amazing. Oh, my God. Vagina of steel. Jesus. (laughs) Very much so. (laughs)
1: But, yeah, so um, the question about language, you know, it, it just, I think it's that connection to culture we talked about. And I think it's, I've, you know, heard it through, uh, I've always, I've always kind of really picked up on it when you talk about it in some of your other episodes when you um I just listened to the one about the um Dahomey I'm gonna say it wrong
0: the Amazon warrior yeah, yeah. Yes. Um, and I
1: can't remember the proper name but I mm-hmm. you know like where you started it and we're like yeah and this is the thing but we're not going to call them that you know and so yeah 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 <laughs> how important is language when we look at history it's like We're in Australia here. We have um, First Nations people or Aboriginal Australians, Mm -hmm. Um, and so I'm in Canberra or Mm -hmm. Nyambri Country. You know, so Mm -hmm. it's it's really important that I just think language, and I think you know, with Cumbie, it's the same.
0: Yeah, and also we like to make it really hard for people by having (laughs) double Ls, double Ds, eh? and no vowels. Not a (laughs) vowel in sight. We just don't like vowels. (laughs) Yes. Throw them all in the bin, it's fine. <laughs> yeah.
1: Really long place yeah. name.
0: Yes. Yeah. I, I can't do it. We had a girl in high school and her name was Siobhan. Yep. But it was spelled not the English way, the yep. Welsh way. And I can't tell you how it was spelled. But I <laughs> do know uh that everybody got her name wrong every time so yeah. yeah it was like me and Siobhan the two kids with the weird names
1: oh I feel <laughs> you I feel you on that one um yeah my name has always been a. I I am yeah I, I, I feel you so I don't know did I do her justice I guess I'm I'm kind of worried that I didn't do her justice because her story doesn't get told enough and I just no, hope I, no
0: yeah. you absolutely did do her justice I feel like In a very short period of time, I know that she's a super badass. She doesn't take shit. She learned to fight before the fighting was necessary. So, and she also like she hold held her own. And I love that. I absolutely love that. And I love that her memory has continued on in battles like that. Just knowing the fact that her spirit was invoked before all of these different battles is so, so cool. And I love Mm -hmm. that her – I don't love that she died. But I do love – I love that her death was the thing that started this whole revolution. And, yeah, yeah, I think you did an absolutely wonderful job. So thank you so much, Callie, for – talking about that and also making me want to know more about Welsh mythology. And I am so serious about you coming on again and telling us all about the magic in the hills. So
1: (laughs) I would love to. Um, Yeah, I would love to. It is a, it is something I I don't get to talk about as much as I feel I should. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. You definitely should. So thank you so much for coming on today. It was absolutely excellent to have you on. And if people want to hear more from you, Callie, where can they find you?
1: Yeah, sure. So you can come and find us at um FM fish, ADHD for grownups podcast. Mm-hmm. It is obviously about ADHD. I had a late diagnosis about a year ago and it's myself and my, um, my, my husband at the time. And we were separated now. We still mm-hmm. post together on the podcast, mm-hmm. but um, all about, like, just the shits and giggles, I guess, that come with having a late ADHD diagnosis. Um, and, yeah, and because me being me, I went into advocacy as well, mm-hmm. like, immediately. So I was like, right, this thing happened. I reckon I should start a podcast. <laughs> and and I um, and I do other advocacy as well around ADHD. So and and actually my my eight-year-old daughter also started a podcast as well. Yeah, called PB's Productions, my ADHD kids podcast. She's only had one episode out and I'm just editing the second, but oh my goodness, amazing. So she also is a magic brain. So um Aww
0: yes she's a part of the neuro spicy gang I love it um but yeah you can find us on um find me
1: on Instagram I love people come and find me on Instagram um we're again same name as the podcast I do have a TikTok but to be honest I haven't uploaded anything since December so you know you can have a look there's some fun stuff on there go for it that's fine um but yeah mostly Instagram is where we're at
0: now awesome yeah and I will put all of Callie's Um, and her daughters, if that's okay. Can I put your daughter's podcast in the show notes? Oh, yeah. Okay, yes. So I'll put... Callie's socials and her daughter's podcast in the show notes so that you can go and follow her on all of the social medias and uh, get that information for your ADHD brain. Even if you don't have ADHD, it's really, really good. I'm currently listening to the episode about workplace accommodations and I'm simultaneously like laughing and like crying a little bit inside.
1: Uh (laughs) All right. Every episode, there's got something confrontational where you go, oh shit. (laughs)
0: Like oh no, I I feel called out personally. So yeah,
1: um, and it, and it's great. We love that. And um, you know, we I I well I planned on asking you to come and be on it. And I'm like, hey, yeah. sorry, you want to yes. come? You yeah, I come?
0: will. I will come. <laughs> um, come we are
1: it. a little bit sweary, but you know,
0: I yeah. love it. I yeah. love it. I can I can be a little bit sweary too. So we'll we'll get spicy. TK out on the on the f them fish podcast <laughs> I love it thank you so much Callie on um, my delicious little donut I will see you in the outro say bye Callie bye thank you again so much to Callie for joining us on this episode I need to know more about Welsh history because it sounds magical AF and their national, national animal is really the dragon I thought Ireland was cool with the unicorn, but that's, I mean, it's a close tie. It is a close tie. So if you also enjoyed this episode, please consider leaving a rating or review to pray at the altar of the algorithm gods and help more history BFFs come and find For the Love of History. If you'd like to support the podcast in other ways, you can join us over on Patreon and become a patron member for some extra special history stuff. Or you can support the podcast by buying some incredible merch if I do say so myself. I'm wearing the um, Spooky History Kappa version sweater and it is so comfy and I love it so much. And there's some really, really fun designs like you can see right here. There are also some amazing free 99 ways to support the podcast, like subscribing to the YouTube channel. And also Spotify has a new feature where you can leave comments on episodes. So go ahead and do that. I absolutely love seeing those. They make me so happy. So thank you so much again for joining me in this week's episode. And I will see you next week when we talk about, finally our first Empress Batty of the season. It's been a long time since we talked about an Empress Batty and I'm so excited to talk about this particular Empress Batty because she's really friggin' cool. And with that, I will bid you adieu and remind you to do something that makes you happy. Go outside, touch some grass, drink your water. Please and thank you. And I will see you next week. Okay, love you. Bye. Why is there a metronome right now? Oh, okay. <laughs>